DJ and PK brought to you in part by Rough Tough Products. Rough Tough sets the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fitting seat covers for the make, model, and year of your vehicle and do business with a Utah company that's been around since 1976. Check them out today at roughtough.com. That's roughtough.com. Question of the day, part two. All about Paul George on his relationship with Joe Ingles. But why should I read it? When Yach has the audio and can hit the button, and there's a 84% probability that we'll fire and you will hear it. Hey, PG, um, the, the broadcast is all, all, all series has picked up a lot of uh, you and Joe Ingles talking, either you know, uh, in between plays or free throw line. Um, what, what's your relationship with him like now, you know, three years removed from the, the series when you were with Thunder? What, what, are, are you guys good, or what, what, what's your relationship? I don't with care you? about him. Next question. <laughs> I'm not clear. Could you elaborate? <laughs> Good, or what, what's your relationship? I don't with care about him. Next question. <laughs> what about Renai and the kids? I don't think he cares. He didn't care about Renai and the kids? Nope. Everybody cares about Renai and the kids. I don't care about him. Next question. Melody says the way Paul George answered that question, that says at a minimum, he's a little cranky about our guy. I think you could be nicer. Why was he so bent out of shape? We'll have to play that for uh, Joe later this week and get his reaction. Uh, only if they win. Not when if they if they're uh, if they lose if they're down if they lose two. a home game <laughs> there'll be no comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that stuff only works when you win. I learned that a long time ago. You want to be jovial and joke. You can only do it when it's uh, on the heels of a win. Otherwise, it's all biz. They're not in any joking mood at that point, and so if the series is over, well, that'd be that'd be the sweetest. That would be hilarious to play it then. Oh, absolutely! If yeah, we'd be it's four one and it's all done. Yeah, we'd be shucking and jiving the whole time at that point. Uh, so I don't know that that's going to happen. We'll see. They're down three two. We'll have to ask about spacing and defensive rotations. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Certainly that would be a. Uh, it would be all ball at that point, but I was surprised he gave that answer. I, I think that that answer would be more along the lines after you lost. But at the same time, if you're the Clippers and you're a Clipper fan, whoever they may be, don't you love that answer? I'm not getting drawn into that. I don't care. I'm coming off 31 points, well, and we won. Yeah, it's all about winning. And if you create enemies on the other side, even better. Jonathan says, I like that answer because it means Joe is living in his head. Except he's not. He just had a phenomenal game. If that's what Paul George can do when someone is living in his head, what's he going to do if his mind is clear? 31 points, 3 rebounds, (laughs) 5 assists, 12 of 24 from the floor, 6 of 10 from the arc. Yeah. So that sounds good. Living rent-free. It's such a cliche. And, And if you go to game one... Then you got everything on your side for that argument. But Paul George's performances have been evolving and they've been getting better. Also can't sustain it because nobody shoots 60% from three. So he had a big game. Yeah, but I don't think he needs to do that 
to probably doesn't. No, I mean they won by that tw- well. Yeah, they won by twenty six points, and he's a guy who you know the play well thing. As you say, the first thing we default default to is shooting because that's what they give you the points for. But he can do other stuff. He had ten rebounds in game one. He had ten more in game two. He can defend those live ball well, he turnovers. Can do it all. Right. The live ball turnovers that lead to the fast breaks the other way. Hey, if he comes up with two or three of those in a quarter, you're not completely surprised. I mean, he was blessed with prototypical NBA size. Just screams it off the page to me. When uh, if I'm drawing up an NBA player, I'm gonna draw up the dimensions that Paul George brings. Right? So now, maybe Joe actually steps it up and tries to do it more, but I don't know that that's a good thing to do at home. I mean, when the other team is at home, it might be a better thing to do here. It, it's hard to talk when the other guy is hitting shots and the other team has the lead. And you have, but here you have eighteen thousand people that can get in help help Joe in the cause, in terms of uh, getting into his skin or under his skin, I guess. Uh, as far as that goes, I don't know that it works. Uh, whatever they're having in, in uh, Clipperville, whatever it is, seven thousand or eight thousand, and I, well, I don't know what the attendance is, uh, but that doesn't seem to work as much when you're home and you got your fans and they're booing and cheering and all that stuff. Paul George is a dangerous player, and he scares me the most of more all than Kawhi. The, yeah. I think Kawhi is more of a proven commodity. I know that I have to account for Kawhi Leonard getting X amount of points. But Kawhi's not going to do it by himself. So you're scared by the X factor because when the X factor delivers paired with Kawhi, they're going to win most of the time. Most definitely, yes. So if See Paul George repeats his performance oh! of three to four, that's exactly oh! what it is. But Kawhi... I pretty much okay. bank on him doing what he does. So, Kawhi did step it up, though, in Game 3. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, he shot it better. But I count on that. It's Re- like I'm surprised if he yeah. doesn't. Right. Whereas Paul George, I'm not sure what I'm going to get from game to game. So when he's 21 points and 4 rebounds in Game 2, you're surprised. There are lots of people who would celebrate that. 21 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists is a good Leonard? game for a lot of people. But yeah. for Kawhi Leonard, if I offered you a Kawhi Leonard stat line of 21 points, 4 rebounds, and 5 assists in Game 4, you'd take it in a heartbeat. From the, from the opposition could, standpoint? Yes, as a... As a you're right. Speaking to Jazz fans here, Jazz fans should take that game two stat line in a heartbeat if it were offer up tonight. Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. probably going to do more than that. I'm more along the lines of 35, 10, and seven. That I'm, you know, that's he was 34, 12, and five in a game that he didn't really need to do anything in the last five minutes because it was over. Yeah, that, that I expect more along those lines. But George and Jackson, those are the guys that make me. Nervous. What are they going to do? I really don't want to see Reggie Jackson go three for three right off the bat. Because confidence, even at that level, these guys are highly talented and all that, but I think confidence can ebb and flow even for them. And so if Jackson comes out and just starts putting it in the basket with uh, all sorts of confidence, and Paul George right now, Paul George takes the co- the when Paul George takes the co- uh, court tonight, he should never be more confident 
than he is right then and there as an NBA player in the postseason. And we know he's had his struggles. But he should have the utmost of confidence. Whatever that level of confidence is, it should never have been higher when he takes the floor tonight. And that concerns me. Okay, Reggie Jackson isn't going to do that again, though, right? I don't know. Six he's of eight. a couple of games now. Six of eight shooting the he's ball. two for two so far. Yeah. So... I'm not sure. That's what I'm he's, saying. He's shooting 61% it's gonna, it's for the cool off. It's, it's going to cool off in the manner of I had no concern about Joe when he couldn't buy a bucket against the Grizzlies. I thought it was actually good news because he's going to turn it around. And we saw the two games he started, he turned it around. So maybe I look at Reggie. Okay, Reg, you're going to strike out. You know, Reggie Jackson, I think, is the all-time strikeout leader. <laughs> I don't think anybody struck out more than Reg. It'll probably be uh, eclipsed here. I was going to say ten the, years. The way the game's going now, but for Give his era. But yeah, he was just uh, he was the unusual player who didn't care. Now nobody cares about the strikeout. <laughs> so I guess yeah. But what about Paul George? Man, he's a fantastic player. When is when and if is he going to cool off? Right now, he's he's got the word by the tail, man. I still don't. I think he could have said Joe's a nice man, and I appreciate all that he brings to society. <laughs> He's doing good work with the autism. And I don't care about him. Next question. That's very rude. Okay, that is very rude. Bigger reaction to a jazz player that, or remember when Tracy McGrady didn't know how to pronounce Darren Williams' name? I do. I was sitting right there. Deron? Is it Deron? Ah, oh, that was disrespectful. That was. I don't care about him. Next question. <laughs> what do you mean you don't care about him? That's the problem. That sums it up right there of what we got going on in the world. It's I don't comp- care about him. Next question. It's competition, PK. You know it. Looking for the mental edge. And you're here for all the competition. I tell you, that wouldn't have happened if we would have had a different result in 2016. I think it would have. <laughs> DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. U.S. Open Preview, Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio, coming up at 8.30. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, at 9 o'clock on 97.5 at 12.80 The Zone.